Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They understand it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS is brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Carver Hyde did it. He's been very pleased. So I'm watching a great game, Brooklyn and Portland, 98-95. Now, the funny thing about this game, how about this game? Spencer Dinwiddie's got 31, but Dame Lillard has 46. He's just going off in this game. It's a one-point game now. And um, these two are just putting on a show. I'm enjoying this one. Did you hear what he said earlier, Pete McCarthy, that uh, Siakam had 44 tonight for the Raptors in their win over the Pels in New Orleans? I've been hitting games left and right, Mafia. I hit that Jazz game. It was uh, 103-100 over the uh, Bucks. Great game in Salt Lake Shakers as the... Uh, Bucks came roaring back, right, in the second half. But uh, Utah was getting two. It was my fifth best play of the night. I had the Jazz to win and getting the two. Portland was laying two and a half in this game against the Nets. We'll see if they can handle that number. It's uh, very sketchy at this point. Nuggets over the Sixers, 197. I took the uh, Nuggets to win, but Philly plus five and a half. Cover. I had uh, the Knicks plus 11. Cover. They beat Dallas. I had Toronto minus two. Cover. I had Sacramento on the road in Atlanta to win outright laying one and a half. Cover. I had Orlando at home playing the Grizzlies. I was laying six. It was my number two play. Cover. I had Indy to win in Detroit plus seven and a half as my number eight play. Cover, cover. I mean, it is just unbelievable the damage I do on a daily basis for you people. I mean, it really is. No wonder chicks want to sleep with me. Honestly. Sorry about that, Carver High. Uh, anyway, Washington's winning for Carver High 10 nothing in Corvallis against the Beeves. The number was 11, 10 and a half or 11. So they've caught up with that. And now they're sacking the Beeves quarterback under tremendous duress. And he's uh, got under a minute to make it uh, happen. Third down, under a minute. And you don't want to give them the ball again, do you? So I'm watching that college game. It's starting to uh, be less appealing to me than the Lakers game, which is 60-55 to Lakers. AD's got 22 in that one. Uh, Jimmy Butler, 14 the other way for the Heat. And then uh, the end of the Nets-Blazers game is fantastic. The Blazers have the lead finally, 99-98. Lillard has 50 now. He's hit the half-century mark with a 50 spot tonight against the Nets. Wild game, though. I want to see what Kyrie has in that game, too, because I've seen him uh, getting some nice buckets, too. He's got 25 on 9 of 22 shooting, three threes. 
Four of four from the line. Uh, he's got three rebounds, five dimes of steal. But the story is Dinwiddie, 10 of 17 from the floor. He's hit six threes. Perfect five for five from the line. Four rebounds, three dimes. Spencer Dinwiddie getting involved again. He wants that six-man award from Lou Williams. Spencer Dinwiddie, he did this last year, all year. He was lighting it up off of the bench for the uh, Nets the whole season. He's doing it again. I wonder what his uh, – I just want he's played 28 minutes tonight to pour in that 31. I just want to see what his uh, numbers are. So he's averaging 14 in his last 10, 16 on the road. He's averaging 14 on the season, 11 career. But he's capable of just having big nights and pouring it in. I love scorers. Shooter, shoot, son. Pharrell's a shooter. Shooter, score, son. Slasher. Somebody's got to do it. Anyway, are you balling tomorrow, Mavia? What's the plan? No, I am not. You're not? Too no. cold? No, not too cold. I have to go to uh, Catholic sex school. What? Got to go we on pre-Cana classes for getting married in the church. What? What? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, this one's uh, about God's plan for a joyful marriage. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a, a fun day sitting there for what? eight hours. Cover I did they make you do that at the Catholic church I went to to your wedding? Yeah, they did. Really? Yeah. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> but I wasn't doing it on no Saturday morning, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no chance. You, when did you do it? Same day as the service? I think that that was when I was working. I was off Mondays and Tuesdays. Those are my two days off at the fan. Right. So I think we did it like Tuesday nights at like 630 or something. Like and you that. had to go and do. You go uh, to somebody's house and like you're sitting there and they, uh, it's like six or seven weeks long. And teach you how to do what? Well, we had. Last Sunday we did one at one of the churches, like the diocese in Newark has, and the one diocese has like all the churches are together, so they have these big classes. So we had one last week where we had to go. They taught us about like communication and finance and like things that can torpedo your marriage allegedly, and then this one apparently is about family planning. I guess I don't know. It's terrible. But then we're done after that. So wait, you have to go if to you want do to get it. Married in the church, yeah. If you want to get married in the church, you have Which to. I don't, but my fiance does. So what do you have to do? You have to like have a certificate that you've done yep. it. You do. Are you kidding? Nope. <laughs> what? And you got to pay for the classes. Listen, their archaic rules in that church Ridiculous. are just so stupid. And they wonder why nobody goes. That's why I nearly had a meltdown at the end of last week. I was sitting there forever, and I'm like, we could have been out of here in like three hours. Why did it take seven? I was you were there for mind. seven hours? Yep. Wait a minute. You must be only doing like two or three weeks. Yeah, we're so. just doing these two classes. Yeah, you could do it that way where you, you're there all day. We did it like spread out over a bunch, and we were only there for like an hour, an hour each time. So wait a minute. You got to be kidding me. So they make you do this and then uh like but you wouldn't go to church if they paid you. Oh, they forced me to last week. Yeah, that was part of the thing is we sat in church for an hour. Oh, you had to do that too? Yeah, in the middle of it we all went to church together. So I go uh to mass and it's like honestly, you got to pull teeth to get me to go anymore. It's so boring. Like I, I I've told the guy I'm like dude you're telling me three thousand year old stories with dudes with sandals on walking through the desert I you know I can't have it it's just like they they're so archaic they're old stories they're old they just don't change they absolutely have stuck in the mud in the in three thousand years old they're telling these stupid stories that nobody gives a rat's ass about and that's what you wonder why people are sitting in church with their phones. No one's listening to the guy. I mean, honestly, I love my priest. He's a great guy. Coolest guy ever. You know Sean. 
Yeah. Great guy, greatest guy He's ever. Awesome. But he is awesome, dude. Love the guy. But honestly, the, they, they make him, that diocese makes him do their sermons that way. Right, and that's the problem, too, because the church that we're doing it in is the, the one she grew up in. But we met the pastor there, and it's different. Like, it's more modern. They're, like, more relaxed. They got, like, the more upbeat music right. and stuff. And then everything else, you got to go back to the diocese, which is all the same it's, BS, the old school, the, you know, the it's same. A, it, it's like the same stuff for an hour. and It's so backward-assed. It's so old and stale, and they wonder what their problem is. They're like, I wonder why no one's going to church. It's because it's so damn boring. <laughs> That's why it's boring. only 55 and up there at the Mass. It's so boring. That's why no one goes, because it, it, it's rather drown than, than go to it. It's so, it's honestly, it's the worst. They do the double scripture reading, and then the sermon, and then the, oh, my God, the, the communion takes a half an hour in itself when they do the wine and bread. Oh, my God. You know what? More people would go, I think, if they gave them, like, a toke of weed or something. You know, if you get a little bread, a little wine, and a little toke? <laughs> no? It's not, not a good idea? I thought it was a decent idea. Can you imagine if a bunch of old geezers were in the church blazing <laughs> in the middle of the communion? I have no idea what's going on there, but it's so funny when they do it. I go through all that nonsense. I, do you remember what I used to do? I used to just drop the money, and the minute they started doing the communion, I ran out the door. I never stayed for a whole service once in my life. Just got the Eucharist and left? Yeah, I don't, I don't care what they think of me, and I don't care about their rules, and I don't care about their traditions, and I don't care about any of it. you got to make that 1, 1 p.m. kickoff. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't even – I you couldn't even get me to go on a Sunday morning if you – paid me because I, I'll go on a Saturday night uh, for that, you know, 530 service. And I, I, you know, I go to that. I've been to that. I've been to the morning ones. I guess I've been to the Sunday morning. I went for a few years there where I went every Sunday. Unless it was for a funeral or a wedding. I haven't been in years before last week. I play basketball, dude. Like we, we met the pastor and like the next week she's like, I kind of want to go to church. I'm like, that doesn't mean I have to go, right? And I went to play basketball. She went by herself. Why does she like going to church? She doesn't like going. She she went the first week after we met with the you know the pastor, and I don't think she's gone since until last week. So he's a priest. Well, that one he's the pastor because he runs the whole church. What do you mean? Is isn't it a Catholic church? Yes, but the, the, you have a priest, and then the priest, the head priest, is the pastor. The one who runs the church is the pastor. Each church has a pastor who runs that church, who's the head oh, priest. I just thought he was the priest. They're all priests. How about the one we got? We got this other guy. He's like from Africa. I can't understand a word he says. The guy's up there speaking some language. I've never. And I'm like, what? What is this guy saying? <laughs> I've looked at people next to me. I'm like, did you hear what that guy just said to me? I don't even know what he's saying. All right. Uh, so what do you think? 103 all Nets and Blazers. So Mafia is gonna he's gonna miss basketball tomorrow so he can sit for seven hours and listen to some Catholic priest give him advice about his marriage. Wonderful. What a plan. Anyway, Dinwiddie with 33. You got your boy uh, Dame with 50. I do have to check out the numbers on this uh, Laker game that I've been uh, not watching. I'm a lot interested. of big numbers around the league tonight. Didn't uh, didn't D'Lo have a big number for the Warriors in there? Oh. He dropped 52. He dropped 52, and uh, Wiggins dropped 40. So Minnesota got the win. That's impressive. Uh, the Lakers, it's fairly pedestrian. Davis has 22. LeBron, 11. And uh, that's nothing for LeBron, right? They're spreading it around a little bit, though. They are winning 
over the heat, 66-55, but about just under five minutes to go in the third. So, and then, I, I so, fifth, what'd you say, uh, D'Lo had 52? Yeah, he did. They lost 125-119 in overtime. They gave him a, a nice run, though. And he's the key to that team. With Without uh, Curry and all the rest and, you know, Thompson and Green, they're just worthless. But if that guy's playing, anything's possible. 52 points. He was 19 of 37 from the floor. Seven three-pointers, seven of eight from the line, nine rebounds, five dimes, three steals, two blocks. What a game. 52 points for D'Angelo Russell going off in a big way. Wiggins 40 the other way. Towns 20. And they won the game. That's all that matters. What's 52 when you lose? It's meaningless. I'll say this. uh, You know these stories that are percolating about Curry that he's not going to play this year? I got a hard time believing that. He broke his hand. What's the big deal? He's going to wear a cast for six weeks, right. eight he weeks? He should be back in February, shouldn't he? Why Why is he not playing this year? Are they just mailing it in for the whole Get a year? better pick. Because Green's out and, and Thompson's out, they're just going to let this guy miss the whole year so that they tank the whole season and lose, and that's the deal? That's what they're doing? Because it sure seems like it. If he's not going to play, you cannot explain that to me because the guy, he's got a broken hand. It takes six to eight weeks to heal. And then, you know, maybe some physical therapy for, let's say, four weeks. What, what would that be? 12 weeks? So 12 weeks, you're telling me, which is what? It's three months. That's what they said originally. He'd be out three months, right? Right. I broke my hand in five places. And uh, you're telling me that guy's not going to play basketball again this year? Three months from now is what? November, December, January? So February should be back. March, April. You know what I mean? Uh, he should play. Don't they play into, like, the third week of April or something like that? Why is that guy not going to play again? That makes no sense to me. I, I just don't get it. Why would he not play? Don't tell me that thing's not going to heal in 12 weeks. It's automatic that it's going to heal. That's crazy. It's like they're throwing the whole season because they've already got all their players injured anyway. Boy, have their fortunes changed, right? Durant leaves. Thompson blows out his knee. Green gets hurt. Curry gets hurt. Now they're playing with Pashall, Robinson, Collie Stein, Russell, and and uh, Jordan Poole, Chris, Spellman, was it, I saw Burks. It the other day, it's like nine guys on the roster under 23 years old. I mean, that roster is embarrassing. It really is, isn't it? It's kind of nice. Most people are enjoying the fact that they suck. Everybody, like I've been reading all these stories about everybody wants to rub it in their face. They just want to beat them so bad and just like mock them, talk crap to them. They'll be back. They'll be back. Not but this year. Not this year. Back. Well, that's not, you know, next year. What is next year? That's like, you know, hearing the Cubs fans my whole life. Well, don't wait till next year. Screw yeah, next yeah, but year. Here's the difference. The Warriors have won a ton. They can afford it next year. Fair enough. But the Cubs don't afford it. You know, next fair year. enough. But next year doesn't mean jack to me. You know what next year means? KD's playing for the Nets next year. What good's that going to do him this year? You know what next year is? That's when uh, that's when uh, Thompson will be back. So next year means nothing to me. I'm talking about games right now, tonight, whatever. By the way, Brooklyn's up 109-105. 855-212-4227. I guess you guys don't like talking about college or pro football. I mean, there's only 1,000 games this weekend to make money on.
You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Sweet swat by Kyrie Irving on Dame. They're going to give him the foul. But I mean to tell you, he just swatted it. He got fouled by Levert, not Kyrie, but he's going to the line. They're down five with 40 seconds left. The Nets have this game right in their uh, grasp to win. He makes the first. They'd be down three if he uh, makes them both. Now this kid, uh, I'm already watching. Is it halftime I'm watching this? Washington's eating this kid, uh, this Oregon State quarterback up. They're spitting him out. 7-0 run for the Blazers. Now 115-112, Nets still up. And then the score of the Laker game is 78-66 Lakers at the start of the fourth. 855-212-4227 is the number to get on the bench. Tom in Harrisburg, PA, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Mr. Farrell, I wanted to get your opinion on the most overrated team in the NBA, the Philadelphia 76ers. Every year, the Sixers are going to do this, the Sixers are going to do that. They got nobody that can shoot the ball. I don't I don't understand every year they talk this team up and they're terrible. They can't beat anybody good right now. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I don't uh, agree with you that they're terrible. Uh, they were undefeated until their last two games, and then they, you know, they lost. Uh, so, uh, whatever, they're 5-3 and three now, so they had the great start, and now they've kind of uh, hit a wall a little bit. But, um, you know, the bottom line is Harris and Embiid and, and, and these guys, uh, they can all score. I would agree with you. It's certainly not the same team. I mean, I thought when they had Redick, they had a guy that could shoot, and now they have Horford and... You know, uh, I, you know, I'm not excited about their uh, guards at all. I mean, uh, Richardson, he's he's three of ten tonight from the floor. I won't deny that they they seem to have, you know, backcourt shooting problems. Uh, that that's pretty obvious now. But I think that you already know what you're going to get from Harrison Embiid just about every night. And for the most part, Horford will give you a solid. He was eight, ten, and four tonight with a steal, two blocks. He's usually, I think, a double-double machine, Horford. So uh, I don't agree with you that they're terrible uh, at all. I still think when it's all said and done uh, in the East, you know, I have no idea what's going to happen, you know, six months from now. But I think that, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the Bucks and the Sixers are going to be, you know, the top – two or three teams in the league. You know, Boston has started hot with Kemba, and Miami has surprised a lot of people the way they've started this season. Toronto's still good. They're not as good without Kawhi as they were when they won the championship, but, they're you know, they're still good. They're still tough. They're still winning. Siakam had a big night tonight. And then I think the rest of the teams, I think the Nets are going to get better. Uh, if they win this game, they're up five now with 10 left. If they win this game, they'll be at 500. I think at the end of the day, they're going to move up. They're not going to be in the eight. I think they'll be much higher than that, more like four or five. But, I, you know, I think the Bucks, uh are still, you know, with what they have on that team, they, you know, they're loaded. Sixers are still good. All those teams I mentioned are good. So I don't know what you're talking about. They're terrible. You said they were terrible. So, I, I mean, that's just crazy. They're not terrible. I mean, what they win last like last year, fifty some games, fifty three games, something like that. 
They're not terrible at all, but they did change the team, right? You lose Jimmy Butler, you lose Redick. They're not the same team. And I don't even know, is uh, is TJ McConnell? I think he's off that team now, too. I could be wrong. Maybe, I, maybe I'm crazy. He was on there. I liked him. I mean, he's a tough little mother. That guy, he's on Indiana now, so there you go. Uh, Russell in South Carolina. Hey, Perel, just had a quick question for you, not to change the topic on you anything. But right. I, I know the, the Texans are first in AFC South right now, and right. I'm, I'm just wanting to get your opinion where you see them in, in two years. I, it just seems like in the past couple of years, you know, you had, we've gotten some production out of them, but it doesn't seem like they can they can make the, you know, Cowhorns can't hook. They, they just can't get anywhere with it. What's your opinion? Well, on Well, I, I think they're, they've always been in, you know, the last few years, I think since O'Brien's been there, they've, they've had success. They've been a playoff team and then they lose, right? So I think they're one of the six that get in. I, I don't think they're good enough to win it all, but I think they're pointed in the right direction. When you go to the playoffs just about every year, and you're, you know, you got a talented quarterback like Watson, and I think, uh, you know, Hopkins is a complete badass. The guy's got hands like glue, and I just think that he's very exciting. They both are, and anything's possible with that team. Uh, you know, I don't understand. You lose Clowney, and he goes to Seattle, whatever, and they're still good. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, they're the best team. Uh, I think they'll win the division. And I think the Colts obviously have given them a run for their money. They've had some issues. They they blew the game in Pittsburgh with Vanatieri Shank and the kick. But overall, and you know, Brissett got injured. Overall, and now he's like questionable for sure for Sunday. But he's, uh, you know, it's better than they thought. The the MRI came back fairly clean on his knee, so it's not the worst thing in the world. So all I know is, you know, two years from now. Uh, my guess would be it would be probably a couple steps up from where it is now because I think they're, you know, essentially going to be the same type of team, a division winner or a, you know, a good playoff team that, that makes the tournament but that can't go, get over the hump. You can't just – I don't believe you can just win it all with, frankly, two players. And that's, to me, what they got right now. They got two really good players, and then they got a bunch of – of you know decent players like didn't they get stills in that deal i think hopkins is such a superstar like i just throw it to him every chance i get i love hopkins i love watson and then uh, the rest of the team uh, they haven't been able to figure it out but uh, you know they are a successful team and they go to the playoffs i don't know what more you could want i mean if my team made the playoffs every single year that's all i can ask for i mean what more do you want like obviously you want championships but Let's face facts. They're not going to Gillette and beating the Patriots. Uh, in fact, if the Patriots went there, they'd beat them there. So I don't think they're as good as everybody thinks they are, but I still think they're a playoff team, and, and that's pretty good. And you can say whatever you want about O'Brien, but he's been pretty successful down there for him, all things being equal. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Listen, I don't, I don't even want to go look for it, but I just saw the Utah game with Mississippi Valley State. Was that who they played? Did you see what they beat them by? 94 points. They put up a buck 43 on this team. <laughs> I mean, they obliterated them. Unbelievable. 95. I think it was the biggest Division One like blowout ever. I just saw that on the screen. It just said it was the it was the biggest margin of victory ever in a basketball game in a Division One game. 94 points. Are you kidding me? 
Can you imagine they ran it up on him? Remember that team to bet against <laughs> Mississippi Valley State. 143 to 49. That is ugly, man. That is really ugly. Do you think the Ballers could beat Mississippi Valley uh, State Mafia? What do you think? You got a shot against them? No? All right, Adam in New York, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Scotty, what's up? First time, long time. Hey, dude. Let me ask you some. Why is ABC not putting Minnesota and Penn State in the primetime game tomorrow night? Instead, they're going on at noon. They should be, they're both undefeated teams. They should be going on at primetime tomorrow night. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I, I think that would be a really good game. What is the primetime game? NC State. NC State. Well, well there's a couple things going on here. NC, NC State shouldn't be allowed well, no, well, to be they, on well, television. Well, it's Clemson. Clemson is who they put on. Oh, not, God. It doesn't matter who Clemson is playing. Oh, here but we the, go. No, but there's I, different, I don't want to watch that game. There's more to it than just that. All right, what is okay, it? Okay, first of all, they like – this is like the new thing now. They like putting these Big Ten games at noon. You have Penn State, Minnesota. The Ohio State-Penn State game is going to be at noon. The uh-huh. Michigan-Ohio State game is at noon. All right. They like putting these – and tomorrow night – this is the week that they're pumping out this ACC network, okay? So that's why they had all these ACC basketball games, screwing the, the the teams, making them play the first week of the season conference games. They have Notre Dame on the ACC network on, tomorrow night. So it's not a, you have Alabama, no, you LSU. You Notre, Notre Dame basketball? No, Notre Dame, Dame Duke football. footballs on oh. ACC network. Oh, is that right? Tomorrow night well, at seven thirty. So what does that do? Bump them off NBC? Well, I'm just saying they they're gonna well. Well, it's not. They wouldn't be on NBC because it's a road game. They're at Duke, so ABC, ESPN have the rights to the Notre Dame game tomorrow night. They put it on the ACC network. All right. That game is at night. Also, yeah, you, you know, there was probably thoughts that the Alabama LSU game would be a night game. So, so stop, stop a second. Explain to me what the, I, I'm just catching now. What you said to me. So you're telling me that when Notre Dame plays road games on TV at night, they don't play on NBC. No, NBC is only when Notre Dame's at home. Only home games. Only home games. Always. Always. Road is, that, ga- is that right? That's I, been forever. It's been forever, and I had no clue. Forever. No, NBC is only when Notre Dame is at home. And I like Notre Dame. And when they're at road, it's sometimes it's CBS usually gets one or two of their games, depending on who they, who they play, like right. Georgia this year. So wait, let me ask you another question. You're telling me that every kid that goes to Notre Dame has to go to that stupid-ass uh, marriage class Muffy has to go to? What is that? Does every Catholic kid have to go to that? That's when you get married. So, Oh, so my kids had to go to all that. What is it called? Communion? Or what is it called? Uh, confirmation. CCD? Is, what is it? Confirmation. confirmation. They hated it. I mean, both of them, just uh, just strong player protests. And, and, and of, just to button it up, bottom right. line, they like playing the Big Ten games at noon, and they don't want anything strong against their new ACC network game tomorrow night with Notre Dame on it. So they're not going to put two undefeated teams on ABC at 8 o'clock because they want people to, for whatever reason, turn into the ACC network right. tomorrow. That's why they put a dope game like, you know, a blowout game. Clemson's going to kill NC State tomorrow night on ABC. So like Who would walk around the corner to watch that game? There's probably more to it than all that, too, but that's just, you know. I mean, even Iowa State-Oklahoma is a better game. That's on Fox. And then late night, it doesn't matter. I like those late night games where the freaks come out of the closet. The the absolute freaks watch the late night games. 
Like, what? Do you like watching those? A little? Uh, could you get into a little dab of uh, Wyoming, Boise State tomorrow night, Carver High? If I'm actually awake that late on a Saturday night, I can. Yeah. Because if you watch a hockey game at seven, there's like at least fifteen, twenty beers involved in that discussion. Uh, not lately, no. No. Yeah, I've checked out by the time you get to those late night games. What does that mean? You just don't drink I beer don't anymore? Sleep all week. I so, mean, I, I so go to Saturday nights and night you sleep. I, I mean, I, I gotta go to. So one night of the week, I go to bed before 2 a.m. So if so. you have, like, 11 beers, then you have to get up every couple of hours and go to the bathroom. I mean, not necessarily, but it's... You, you got know. a good overnight tank? You can hold it? Pretty much. <laughs> you can go... You can, pull off, you can pull off eight hours of keeping it in a reserve tank? All right. Uh... So uh, you fans have been really exciting tonight. I got to tell you, I can't get enough of you. Uh, it's 13 nothing, by the way, Washington in the third on Oregon State. The Beavs have done nothing against the Huskies. What a terrible game that's turned into. The whole night has been boring. I've had the game on and bored to death. I wish they'd score or something, you know, make it a game. If they scored a touchdown, would it be a, a better game, 13-7? I think it would be better, wouldn't it? All right, so tomorrow, Maryland, Ohio State, no uh, star player. What's his name? Chase Daniel? Chase Young. Chase Young. <laughs> Who's the the quarterback was Chase Daniel. That is correct. So he's been, he, he got busted for uh, getting a loan, right? Yeah, he got a loan that apparently was from a family friend. They're saying, you know, sources close saying the guy wasn't an agent or a runner or anything like that, that it was just a family friend. He borrowed the money to fly his girlfriend out to go see the Rose Bowl last year and paid it back by April. But now in November, they're busting him for it and suspending him. I wonder how they knew about it. I don't know. How do they know all this stuff? How would you know that some guy got his girlfriend out to the Rose Bowl? I suppose seeing her at the Rose Bowl is what did it. Like if he's with some girl at the game, they, they that's what they notice. You know what I mean? Why's this kid got his girlfriend at the game? From, Maybe, I don't know. You know, it's, from wherever. It's just ridiculous either way. From Columbus to oh, to Pasadena, what's she doing there? You know, that might be where, where I they... Mean, everybody, this is the their biggiggest game of the year, the bowl game. You try to get everybody's family goes. I right. mean, it's... I, but I don't, the NCAA doesn't want anybody to be happy. Well, that's this is another situation where it's, you know... As long as they're making money, they don't care about anything. Right, uh, you know. But they, they care about cheating. Meanwhile, they're the ones that cheat. I just, it's unbelievable to me. It really is how dirty they are. And they act like they're the, the you know, Pope. Penn State, Minnesota's at noon. Uh, are you giving the Gophers a chance there, Carver High? Are you giving them a little upset special tomorrow? I think that the Gophers will be in the mix tomorrow. Hope they win the game. Don't think they will. But I think the Gophers will be in the mix. But they'll be in the mix. Vanderbilt in Florida at noon. Baylor, TCU at Fort Worth. Carter Stadium. Baylor is undefeated. Will they continue on the road to 9-0 and with a win against 500 TCU, who's been very average this year? You would think Baylor would get it done, right? But that's like that Central Florida-Tulsa game tonight. Tulsa beat them. That's one of those games. Central Florida's loaded, right? And then they go and lose at Tulsa to a crappy team. TCU might get Baylor again tomorrow. I like TCU tomorrow. East Carolina and SMU. SMU bounces back after a tough uh, loss to Memphis. They're 8-1. and one. 
They'll go home and beat East Carolina, you would think, in Dallas. UMass and Army, Western Kentucky, Arkansas, Texas Tech, West Virginia, and Morgantown. Both of those teams are terrible. Purdue and Northwestern. Purdue's whole team's injured. Their quarterbacks are all injured. Their receivers are all injured. Northwestern's entire season has been injured. They're 1-7, and 0-6 oh in the Big Ten. Everybody tells me how great uh, Pat Fitzgerald is doing a great job. Florida State, B.C., do you think BC can beat Florida State with all their problems? Of course they can. Florida State sucks. Georgia Tech, Virginia in Charlottesville. Also Stanford, Colorado in Boulder. You got LSU, Bama at 3.30. We've talked about that game tonight at great length. K-State and Texas in Austin at 3.30. Wake and Vatek. Wake 7-1, Vatek's 5-3. Vatek gave Notre Dame fits. You think they can beat... 7-1 Wake Forest in Blacksburg. I think that they can, yes. UConn I haven't been a big believer in Wake all year. I know they've had a great year, 7-1. Great year. UConn and Cincinnati uh, at Nippert in the Queen City. Cincinnati 7-1, undefeated in the American. Louisville and Miami. Miami wins. They go to 6-4 and four and become bowl eligible. Would that be a decent season for Manny Diaz if he gets, you know, He'll win six, maybe seven, eight games. You think that would be a decent first year for Manny Diaz? I mean, I might think it is, but there's probably a lot of people down in South Beach who don't. Right. You got to win 10 or 11 to even get a, a sniff. And then Illinois, Michigan State. You think Illinois can go to East Lansing and beat the Spartans? They've been 500 this year, two and three in the Big Ten. They've been awful. And then uh, Iowa, Wisconsin at Camp Randall. That one's at four. Both of those teams are 6-2. and two. That's going to be a hell of a game right there. Wisconsin's laying nine. Do you think the number's too big, Carver High? Two teams with the same record? No, I do not. You think Wisconsin will, will handle that? Yes, I do. And beat them by 10? Yes. I don't, I'm, I'm not feeling that. Uh, also, Missouri, Georgia, and Athens, that could get ugly. Washington State, Cal, they're both 4-4 four and four in Berkeley. Utah State and Fresno. App State's at South Carolina at williams Bryce in Columbia. Clemson, NC State, Notre Dame-Duke. Notre Dame is laying eight. Do you think Duke can cover against Notre Dame in uh, Durham? I sure hope not. Tennessee, Kentucky in Lexington. Kentucky laying one and a half. Iowa State, Oklahoma in Norman. They're laying 14 and a hook. Wyoming and Boise in Boise. Boise seven and one. Wyoming six and two. Nevada at seven and one. San Diego State, and then San Jose State, Hawaii, in Honolulu at Aloha Stadium. And then they canceled the Air Force New Mexico game because of the death of that uh, player at New Mexico. So that's off the board. So there's all your college football games on Saturday that matter. There's some other ones I didn't mention uh, that weren't worthy. The Lakers will beat the Heat tonight. They're up 92-78 with a minute left and the ball. And uh, at Staples, it's lights out for the Heat on their road trip in L.A. tonight against the Lakers. The Lakers continue to impress. They continue to win. They continue to get it done on a nightly basis. Uh, They have been, you know, everybody said the Clippers were the team, right? They were the team to beat. And the Lakers were the number two team to beat in the NBA this year. And it's kind of in the opposite, right? The Lakers have been better. 
Toronto, California, etc. If you're on hold, don't give up. I'm coming back and taking your calls. Call about any college football game, any pro game on Sunday, pain day. Get on the bench. This is CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 